When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got this superstition. I don't know why. One day I remember going and I got every green light. Oh, every Matthew green McConaughey. light. Yeah. To, to the stadium. And for, and I had a really good game. I scored and I came home and that became my superstition. And my goal was if I got a red light on the way to the game, that's it. I was going to play oh, shit. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. I like that. Um, and, uh, and then I built it into, okay, I'm allowed two red lights because you can't every time get yeah. every green light. Yeah. And that was it. If there was more than two red lights, I was having a shit game. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That, because it is like the stars aligning, right? Yeah, yeah, green just, lights. I just got green lights. You're going for a squid game. <laughs> yeah. Squid games. That was like green light. That, that. Oh, yeah. I hated that series. I watched it, but I hated it. We used to do um, stuff like that pops up, Brooksy. So you... you I don't know, maybe you're away on a team or something and you might be playing cards the night before or something. You think, if I win this game, yeah. I'm going to win tomorrow. That's it. It's so Stupid weird, things, isn't it? Stupid things, yeah. And it's if something weird. happens, you know... I, I also, you get to you stupid. Now you get to stupid things like you might eat something mm. and you have a good game. And you go right. I got to eat that all the time now. Yeah. And I was like that with bananas. Yeah. I remember quite. Uh, I remember one game. I didn't have my banana, and I was like, you know, the, the our manager had to go outside the ground. You know, it was like yeah. ten minutes to kick off. Thirty thousand people and stuff. He said, "No, you have to find me a banana." Mm. Green? No, he, like, no, he found the banana. Green. What? Yeah, you know, sometimes they're green. No, no, but like they're not actually ripe. Yeah, but, yeah I you know. know they, but when they let you settle in for a couple yeah, but of days, like just like when they're green, you don't eat them. Yeah, yeah. no, no. But I'm saying, <laughs> why would he have a superstition? Roses sometimes stock green ones because. <laughs> No, no, yeah, no. So when so you, you get them by home, no, so, yeah. so that's your conundrum. So, then you might get a green one. Well, he was lucky he found a yellow one. Just <laughs> oh, oh, Brooksy. Do I, no. I, read an, I read an article there saying they, they're going through a thousand bananas a day at the moment at the Australian Open. Across yeah, because players, coaches, staff. Mate, it's the, it's the go to meal for sports people. Mm. I used to have two before a game. Good stuff. Like, no, one at you know, lunch and then one just. Half like, time? No, just one about an hour before the game. Hey, can we talk a little bit of football? Talk yes. a, little, a little bit of your career. I want to go back to 1994 when you went to Blackburn. Yes. I'm sure all our listeners want to hear about your time at Blackburn. So you won the Premier League with the Rovers. Yeah. Um, please fill us in on, on your time at Blackburn, what it was like. Well, it nearly didn't League. happen because what happened is I got offered uh, in lawns. I was, I'd had a great time. Yeah. And it was a club and still is close to my heart. I was back there visiting back in April. Were they but, a strong club? Yeah, big club. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily one that won a lot of things, but it yeah. was a massive. It was a bit like a Newcastle United. Not now with all their money yeah. in, Eng, in the EPL, but, you know, working class. It was a coal mining uh, town. And, you know, they, they had the reputation of having, having the best supporters in, in France and still have that today. And um, <clears throat> so to leave there, and I'd met... Natalie, my my first wife there, and um, yeah. you know it was. But I'd grown up, and after the Maradona game in Argentina, and he spoke so beautifully about me, um, <laughs> I got interest from Italy and and England. I grew up watching Liverpool. Mm. I was a Liverpool supporter. 
I grew up watching it on Match of the Day on the ABC, an hour every Sunday night. And my ultimate dream when I was a kid was to play for Liverpool or play in England. Yeah. So when the opportunity came to play in the EPL, it, you know, I was 29 at Lawns, mm-hmm. so it was the last chance. Yeah. So I go, okay, I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the EPL. So I refused to. Very amicably, did not resign. I had an offer of a three-year extension, yep. which would have effectively probably that's where I would have stayed. Yeah. Uh, but I'd had four, five great years there, so I thought, okay. And anyway, the offers came in, and I, and I went to train at Aston Villa. That's how it worked in England in those days. They offered you like, we're interested in you. Can you come so we can have a look at you? See, you can have a look at us. So I agreed. So I went to Aston Villa. I had the choice of Leeds and Villa at that point, and Bozza was at Leeds uh, yeah. at Aston Villa. Sorry, yeah, and yeah. Dwight York was there, uh, and they had a. Really good uh, squad. Ron Atkinson was the case. Anyway, I spent a week on a training camp in Plymouth, actually, at the at the military base, naval base. Uh, preseason training did pretty well, obviously, because mm. I went back to Villa Park on a Monday afternoon. I was with my agent, and yep. um, I sat with Ron Atkinson. Yeah, discussed terms. Pretty much agreed. Just wasn't finally done, but pretty much agreed that yeah. It was all good. I was going to go to Villa. Yeah. We walked out, dead set. We walked out. It was the early days of mobile phones. So my agent had this massive mobile phone. But anyway, we were going towards the car and then he veered off and he's on the phone and I was getting quite reckless and, you know, I'm looking at him going, come on, mate, let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, He got off the phone. He goes, you know, you wouldn't believe who that was. And I said, well, who was it? He said, it was Kenny Dalglish, Blackburn Rovers. Right. And Blackburn Rovers had finished second to Manchester United the year before in the in the Premier League. Where Not were, only where that, were Villa on Villa the table? were like mid table. Mid table. Uh, okay. So it's a, it's yeah, a good big side. upgrade. Yeah. yeah. So Blackburn was, you know, Shearer, One Alan the Shearer yeah, was yeah, there. Yeah. And um so Hodge Hodge he says he wants to sign you this afternoon. There's no training or anything, you just come up and you sign. And I go, Really? Kenny Douglas was a hero of mine. Yeah. Growing up. He was one yeah. of my favourite. I had posters of him on the page and I said Let's go. <laughs> so we basically drew, drove up the M6 to Liverpool, uh, veered off at Liverpool to Blackburn, got to Ewood Park. Kenny Douglas met us at the stadium. Mate, his Scottish accent was that, that like, thick. I didn't understand a word he said. Yeah. But I just kept looking at him. <laughs> I was in awe. And I signed that afternoon. Did and you have to do the training there? No, no, no. Nothing. I signed a contract. I went straight up to Aberdeen uh, the, the day after I played. I debuted as in pre-season mm. against Aberdeen. And then I played at Hamden Park against Celtic. was my second um, trial. And then mm-hmm. two weeks later, my first game for Blackburn in England was the stuff of dreams. It was at Wembley against Manchester United in the Ch- Charity Shield, now called the Community Shield. Wow. So it was, you know, extraordinary to, you know, from a young kid, I'd always, even though I'd been, you know, already a soccerer, been to the Olympics. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And played in France against some of the greatest players, Marseille mm. and, and Monaco. George Weir was there. Mar- Marseille had Waddle, Jean-Pierre Papin, Marcel Desai, great players. But playing in England was... My mum and dad were there. It was mm. a very, very proud moment. So but then not that's only, how I ended up at Blackburn. But Not only playing in England, yeah. winning the Premier League. In that first in year. But Boz has got a good story because I disappeared. I was supposed to sign for Aston Villa. Yeah. And apparently Ron Atkinson, about 
a week later, or no, it was two weeks later, uh, he was – the whole Villa team were invited to um, Ronnie Atkinson, the manager's house, for a barbecue to watch the charity shield. Oh. And, and all the players were going, where's your mate Slater? You know, they'd been saying for – you know, you're supposed to sign and Ron Atkinson had actually – Asked Boss, he said, well, where's the boss? I don't know. I don't know where he is. And apparently, so Wembley, the charity still is a big deal. It's 100,000 yeah. people. Yeah. The Queen's there. I think it was Philip, Prince Philip we met along the line. Anyway, the camera's going along the lines. <laughs> and apparently the camera, and there's me in the Blackburn lineup. And from that day on, Ron Atkinson, the manager of Villa, said, never trust an Aussie. They're, they're all lies. And, and he blamed Bozza for it. So, hey, who was your manager? How does that work for football? Is, do you have a separate Australian manager and a European No, I didn't manager? have. No, in, in my day, I didn't have. No, I had different agents. I had an agent of a fellow soccer guy called Eddie Crunchovich who took me to Underlecht, was my first club after the 88 Olympics, yep. uh, where I was kind of spotted. And... So I had an agent that moved me from there, from Underlecht to Lons, and then Dave Hodgson was the name of the English agent yeah. who contacted me about Villa, Leeds, and eventually Blackburn. So they what? came from that. He came from, he fr from England. England. But I knew his name. He was an ex-Liverpool player. And, and after that, I just used the PFA, which was the Players Football Association, when I went to West Ham and Southampton. Mm. Hey, what a surreal first season for you. So as a Liverpool fan, oh, it was incredible. you go to England to trial. Mm. You could have gone to Villa, but you yeah. went to Blackburn who previously came second to Man U, yeah. Liverpool's probably biggest rival. Yeah. And then the season gets decided on the final day at Liverpool. where Liverpool's playing Man United. With Kenny Dalglish as the manager at Anfield. And anyone who knows the history, as you know, so... It went to the last day of the season. Apart from the Aguero goal, it's probably, you know, it's one of yeah. the most famous Premier well, second most famous Premier League finish in history. We won at Newcastle. They nearly lost midweek, so it goes to the last game. They're going to West Ham away. We're going to Liverpool away, yeah. where Kenny Dalglish is a hero. Yes. He's a legend. But the, the thing is, if we don't win and United win, they're champions. Yeah. Mm. If they, they, they need to win. So if they draw uh, and we lose, we're still champions yeah. because of the 1.3 point. Anyway, Ferguson, Sir Alex Ferguson all week was saying uh, Liverpool won't cheat. They're too big a club, you know, because everyone's saying Liverpool don't want, because Liverpool and United hate each other. Yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. like using the word hate, but they dislike each other immensely. Yeah. And everyone thought Liverpool is just going to lay down and let us win because they don't want United to win the title. Well, they didn't because they didn't. you can't. Well, you can't. You're a professional. And, yeah. Um, but Where it was, was Liverpool on the table? No, they were out of it. They were probably fifth or sixth. Okay. Um, so we went to Anfield and, and we lost. We lost 2-1, but United drew at West Ham. So we were still champions. Wow. Uh, and the whole stadium was chanting throughout the game, Doug Leash's name. But we saw, we went on a three-day bender. Yeah. which finished with Colin <laughs> Hendry, not our captain, but our captain, like he was called Braveheart. I remember on the third, it was the second or third night, we're at some pub in, in uh, Clitheroe, somewhere Wally up north, uh, north of Blackburn, and he was standing stark naked on a table with a pint in his hand with a Scottish, uh, you know, Braveheart hat See on. you, Jimmy hat. And yeah. I thought, it's time to go home. And, <laughs> but... 
you know, when we saw later after that bender, the chances United had to score. Andy Cole, I think, missed three one-on-ones. Really? And if they had won, they would have won the, the premiership, but they didn't, and we won it. So That's insane. But what sort of t- side did United have at the time? Like Who that. were some other players? Well, they had uh, the Nevilles. Uh, yeah. They had Cantona. Okay. They had Mark Hughes. Yeah, they had uh, yeah. Ryan Giggs. They had a fantastic side. The key to the season... I don't know if you remember, Brooks, you would definitely remember the the famous Kung Fu kick. Yeah, Mark, you remember that? Cantona, yeah. So, um, so they were playing Crystal Palace on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. I was at home watching. We'd already played the weekend. And anyway, a fan was giving Cantona abuse uh, and he literally Kung Fu kicked. He ran towards the crowd and launched himself into this fan. He got banned <laughs> for six months. We all got to training the next day and we go, that's... That could be the premiership for us because yeah. he was so crucial to them. Wow. Wow. And then Blackburn from then on, I mean, I started watching EPL in probably the late 90s as a young kid. I was a massive yeah, yeah. Liverpool fan. I was a massive yeah. Michael Owen fan. Yeah, that brilliant. That was the jersey I had. Yeah. Uh, I remember them in the, some of those finals, so FA Cup finals yeah. against Arsenal, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, what happened to, to Blackburn? Why were they no longer a powerhouse well, what, of English football? Well, they never were going to. So Jack Walker is still magnate, massive Blackburn fan and a beautiful man. Yeah. We used to call him Uncle Jack, but he pumped in money to redevelop Ewood Park. And he brought Kenny Dalglish in because Blackburn were nowhere before yeah. Dalglish come in. And then we managed to sign, he managed to sign Shearer. Then we signed Chris Sutton and all these great players. We won the title, and the next year it was the Champions League. Some players left. I left. I went to West Ham because Kenny Douglas left. Um, and it was just never going to be a big club. Uh, and Jack Walker stepped away, uh, so there wasn't as much money. Yeah. Um, and players weren't attracted to Blackburn, really, historically. What's it like as a place, Blackburn? Blackburn was, yeah, it was a good place. It's in, sort yep. of in between Liverpool. It's the north of England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's not the, you know, the freaking Cote d'Azur. It's not the yeah. French Riviera. It's not Tenerife. Yeah, it's not Tenerife <laughs> and Los Americos <laughs> and Dixie. Um, <laughs> but um, no, it was a great place. Great people. Uh, I still follow them. They're obviously Where tough they times. They're in uh, League, uh, not League One, the Championship, which is the second division. Yep. And they've threatened to come up a few times, uh, but they're... They will eventually, but they're never going to... When you look at the EPL since its beginning and you go through, there's two anomalies in the, the winners list. So Liverpool have won, only won one, but you've got United, you've got Chelsea, you've got Manchester City, you've got Arsenal, then you've mm. got Blackburn and Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. And people go, how did that happen? Mm. You know, and it was, it was, just, it was extraordinary time. Well, you know how uh, Leicester were a thousand to one or something at the start of the season. Yeah. What would Blackburn have been that season? Okay. No, that season we were short because we yeah. finished, because yeah, you got second, before I yeah. arrived, they'd finished second to Man United and were tipped to. How long did that little to, period last for Blackburn? No, that was it. That was it. So that period before I got there, they, you know, they had a couple of good seasons under, under Doug Leash. Then we won it. Yeah. And then really it plummeted. Do you go back? Uh, like Robbie with the team, that special team that you had ni- mm. 94, 95. Yep, 94, 95. So do you guys get together or do you do, I don't know. Is well, they it have like, done do over do the years. I mean, obviously and... from Australia, it's been difficult Yeah, because of the distance. Yeah. So there has been some, but it's really fallen in the time when the A-League's been on and I've been working or yep. so, but we'll see into the future. Such a special thing. We talk about how, 
in Australian sport with salary caps, marquee mm. players, all that stuff to see what Blackburn and Leicester, as you mentioned, achieved. Yeah. In you know, Leicester was sort of a flash in the pan, although they did have a strong second half of the season leading yeah, they into did. that one. Yeah. And like, and like they're you coming guys up. did, they're came coming, second. They got relegated, uh, so they're, they're top of the championship. They'll be back up next season. It's a, it's quite a good advertisement for not having a salary cap, having these yeah. special seasons. Yeah. All you guys, all the fans, memories of that 94, 95 Oh, I season. still get so much mail and, uh, and, and feedback from Blackburn and, you know, that year and where they were and, you know, how special it is to them. So, yeah, it was a special moment. And for an Aussie, I mean, there's only... Two of us that, you know, Boz is the other one that's won the Premier League. Yeah. But the other one I always go back to, that's because it's called the Premier League. Craig Johnston. Yes. Also, you know, in the 80s was, for the great Liverpool team he played for, was did amazing stuff. That book was like on reading lists from yeah. my school and other schools, that yeah. Walk Alone book that he wrote about. Oh, it's amazing. His story is amazing. Over, winning yeah. the FA Cup yeah. final. Great. Can I ask, do you know where your Premier League medal is? Because Boz is not sure where his is. Boz is. <laughs> he thinks it's in his parents' house, but he's not sure. Boz is not sure, sure where his shirt is from last night. Um, yeah, Boz had told me that. No, he brought it in once. No, he's got it. Because okay. we did it on. We, did, we used to have a match day Saturday show, and we both brought in our Premier League medals. Producer one Brooksy. Night. <laughs> Brooksy's smiling. <laughs> Fond memories, Brooksy. So, do you know what? where yours is? Yeah, yeah. It's in a drawer at home. <laughs> as long it's as it's supposed not to go. Wives. No, actually, I think it's going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Extra news of the world. Imagine losing that. I'm hiding it to the ex-wives. I've got the Premier League <laughs> ma- medal and a and a bloody Brightling left. <laughs> <laughs> I never take the Brightling off. 